Steve, 60% of those mines are owned by On your China. various fact points, yeah. was that from, uh, some of that looked like it might have been EPA stuff? Could have been some. It like all what the cost sources. Of, yeah. of, of the average charge? Various sources, yeah. Is I, just, that where, I, just, I just Googled up. What, did it, what was my first initial I'm just Google? curious what the source of those. Yeah, uh, uh, the hot link will give you the source. So you just go through okay. it. Yeah, so. Because um, there were I, some pretty good factoids there. Yeah, because I, I Googled one thing. I forget what the phrase was. Yeah. And, of course, Google also offers those also questions. Yeah. And I just clicked on those. That's interesting. So That's I got into this yeah. discussion. But, you know. It kind of it kind of bothers me at that the private sector, <clears throat> like Kroger. Kroger bugs me. Kroger has put in, even in my little tiny town, they put in some uh, uh, recharging stations. Mm-hmm. And they're free. And I'm like... Only about 5% of people are driving EVs. So the other 95% are in effect because Kroger's isn't doing this for free, right? I no, mean, no, they're the, getting, they're getting funded somehow. Or they're, it's part of their advertising budget right. and the rest of us are paying for it. Right. For, for the 5% who get a free mm-hmm. charge. Well, one of my friends said, Hey, Norm, you're worrying about nothing. It's about a dollar to recharge. Well, then along comes your mm-hmm. article. It's ten to thirty dollars, right? Depending on where you are, what right. the cost, and could be more commercial if home. you're on the road. Yes. So I threw him your stat, yeah. and I said, I think That's, Brett got that from the EPA itself. Yeah, it's sourced, so I didn't make it up. Yeah, so somebody's sourcing it. Yeah, but he was like, "It's a dollar," and I'm like, "Come <sighs> on, man! It How can't what be? Can- it can't AEP be. AEP just announced the rates are going up 28%. Right. It can't be. And that was for homeowners. Commercial, it'll go up more than that. Yeah. So anyway, now, unless I used ta- your statistic yeah, yeah, unless on he, my Facebook page. Yeah, no, <laughs> unless he's talking about you know the free charging stations, maybe there's a dollar surcharge to use it. You know what I mean? Oh, no. He As said the electrical cost that Kroger is incurring is only a dollar. And I said, dude, that doesn't even make that sense. That doesn't make sense. Somebody's defraying that cost. Yeah, right. Somebody Well, your is. stats said the cost is 10 to 30 right. bucks, depending on where you're at. Well, even at 10 bucks, that's 10 times more than what he said. He said it was a dollar to charge your nah, car. That's, that's, I'm like, that's impossible. I'm like, nah. It's impossible. Somehow I don't think it's a dollar. No. But I'd like to know where he found that. Seriously. Yeah. If he saw it somewhere, I, well, who sourced it and who's he, telling him he this He owns crap? a Nissan Leaf, so he plugs it into his house. But there's no way to separate on yeah. his meter right. what his washing machine and dryer and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just part of his electrical. So right. he's guessing it's a dollar. And I'm like, is. dude, I hate to tell you, but my be. buddy Brett just looked this. It's 10 to 30 bucks. Right. And, you know, I, and, so. And I still think that's not horrible it's just it's a price yeah it's a price it's not free i guess my point to that was it's not free folks and it's going to cost you money what ticks me me off you know with kroger is it's like it's virtue signaling i'm like why aren't you giving the rest of us like a free tank of gas like like right we're we're the 95 percent of your shoppers only five are ev shoppers why are you giving them and generally they're more wealthy people because the cost of EVs is way higher than an than a gasoline powered vehicle right. on average. Right. right. Okay. They're like sixty grand. I think the average car now is twenty six or twenty eight. Yeah. You know the range. Right. And I'm like, 
you know, when I look at the Kroger lot, it's not filled with like Rolls Royces and Bentleys. Typically not. No. Those people Depends are having. Depends on the Kroger, I guess. But yeah, Well, exactly, they're having yeah. Whole Foods deliver their, their you know. <laughs> That's true. And they're, I'm like, yeah, guys, really, yeah. you're giving wealthier Kroger shoppers a freebie. Mm. It's it's kind of offensive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could see having a charging station and here, you stick in your credit card. And you pay something. Right, because you have to have the time to charge your car. So just spend the time in Kroger yeah. while your car charges. Right. That's cool. And they have Seriously. they have their little Turkey Hill gas stations next to Kroger. Mm-hmm. So I go in, I fill up my car or my truck with gas, but I don't get it for free. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right, right. You yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Well, as as you hear Common Sense Ohio started. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a different story. We're gonna have a different beginning to this episode this time. That's that's cool. Uh, Brett Johnson here, along with Norm. Um, Steve is making some money, so he's out. He's out. So. Either that or he's out hunting turkey. I, Either I don't way, know what he's doing. I, you know, I, sometimes it's a gorgeous it's, day. God sometimes bless Sometimes it's code. I, that's well, right. gorgeous, exactly right. I drive in with even though it's like right now early ah, taxes. Oh my God, coming up anyway early. Uh, mid-April. To, um, Get an extension, Brad. Yeah, I, I, I got it done. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, if you if you, if you you haven't gotten it done yet, get it done. But uh, yeah, I drove in with a top down. I had the top off all week That's on the great. Jeep. I loved it. Oh, my God. I've been itching to get yeah. that top off. So it's so nice. It's been fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Even, Finally, even 50 degrees this morning, I'm still, I'm rolling it. I don't care. I got it off until it rains this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're talking some spotty. Yeah. You so, know, in Ohio, anyway. but yeah. So, hey, you anyway. know, a little bit of rain. Uh, frankly, yeah. the lawn is getting dry because we've had what a, almost a week with no rain. So That's true. Fine, it's bring spring. It, you know exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you don't have your taxes done yet, obviously, uh, as you listen to this, whether you listen to it uh, the day we drop it or uh, soon after, you've got uh, till I guess it's the seventeenth or eighteenth this year. Yeah. So it's not really the fifteenth. So get on those taxes. Don't. Let the deadline go by without taking some action. At least file. It's yeah. It doesn't cost anything to right. file for an extension. So if you can't get it done, the worst thing you can do is not file something. Right. File an extension that will get you to, I believe, September the fifteenth. Oh, is it that long? I guess yes. I've never had yeah. to. So wow, yeah. okay, that's yeah. nice. that's so that's a nice window. That's right. Yeah. So that way, if you don't have your paperwork finished, cool. you know, it's either August fifteenth or September. It's a it's a good long time. And no, if you owe taxes, now you'll have to pay some uh, interest. But at least you will not be guilty of being a non-filer, which is a pretty serious right. thing with the IRS. Yeah. yeah. You've yeah. you, you got to do something. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you heard as you started this episode, our, we, we jumped in the middle of a conversation about uh, Biden and his new um, uh, emission standards. EPA basically dropping the hammer on what we've got to be making as auto manufacturers here in the next less than a decade. Yeah. I have a, I have a blog up on our website. Um, I was just curious. I, I wonder, I forget what I Googled and uh, it just came up with all those different queries that, you know, people using Google to ask about EVs uh, came up and I, well, you know, I've been wanting to know where and who owns the lithium mines and is there a lithium alternative? Cause we hear that lithium mining is horrible for the environment. Just yeah. as anything else we use to manufacture energy, fine, you know. Yeah. But there are some alternatives. Are they recyclable? They are. That's great, you know. But at the same time, 
this isn't the answer. Everybody thinks this is the 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 the, the golden key that's going to save our world, and it's not. No, it's I, not. In fact, a lot of it might be uh, part answer, but it's not the answer. A lot of futurologists uh, and economists looking long term at transportation and where this is all trending. The green movement is not going to be happy. It, it, so this is touted a lot as being a green um, plan or a green initiative. And actually, people who look at the pollution that attends electric vehicles, whether it's you know beginning with the mining, whether it's the manufacture of the car itself, your statistic that you put on your blog about each car, uh, each charge of a car involving either coal or oil, because our infrastructure, our electrical grid is largely, um, if not nuclear, it is largely coal driven. So all of these, if you want to call dyno fuels or petrochemical fuels are still hugely involved in electric vehicles. So the people looking at this view electric vehicles as nothing but a stepping stone towards some kind of more, um, I hate to say it, but kind of a, a, a reversion back to walking, bicycling, Uh, or working, you know, at home and a lot less transportation uh, freedom of movement that Americans uh, up to now have been uh, used to. So, you know, the idea of we get to electric vehicles under this Biden EPA initiative up to, uh, I think, two thirds uh, by 2032, they want two thirds of vehicles sold must be not not maybe but they're trying to mandate must be electric vehicles that's not the end game the, the because the pollution's going to continue uh the use of minerals uh controversial minerals minerals that maybe uh, i i think uh, china controls up to something like 60% of the lithium mines children in the congo are doing some of this mining at slave wages and, and dying from cave-ins, it's, it's a horrible humanitarian thing, as well as um, not really a solution to the carbon footprint, which is purported to be the reason behind all this. So I, I guess I would like, so now I'm going to sound like Elon Musk on artificial intelligence. <laughs> I would like it if everybody took six months off and we really studied is there an environmental case to this big conversion? Brett's blog in, had a quote indicated that the car manufacturers are now stepping up and saying, really, to convert our entire infrastructure from gasoline and diesel over to electric, it's really a hundred years it's going to take to do this conversion. And Biden's trying to do it in, what are we looking at here? Eight years or so. Eight years, yeah. So Yeah, you see 2023 going, oh, that's a long way away. 
No, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I know. It's not at all. And you know, folks, yeah. Ohio. Or, or 2032, excuse me, 2032. Yeah. And say, oh my gosh, that's not around, that, that far that's away. around the corner. It's eight Exa- years or exactly. so. So uh, Biden's, um, one thing for people to keep in mind, right, is Ohio's tied in so deeply with the automotive production exactly. uh, industry I believe, Brett, I had this stat at the tip of my tongue, but I believe we're either third or fourth in the country ranked our state for auto production. When you think of all the Hondas, all the GMs, Fords, Mm -hmm. uh, your Jeep Mm -hmm. probably came from Toledo. I mean, a Jeep has more than one plant, but they have a huge plant in Toledo. So Ohio, you know, I mean... It's going to affect us. It's a lot of jobs. It is. It is. It is. It is. Anyway, well, um, I, I guess I put no, no guess. I put the pot, uh, the uh, the blog up there just for the sake of do some research. Oh yeah, this is just just you know before you buy one, kind of don't walk into it blindly. That if you want to buy one, that's that's great, but understand the nuances of it. Where did this come from? Where, what's this, you know, uh, what are you really getting when you right. buy that? Just as any research you do with any other vehicle, right. Right. honestly. And I think also the, the props that the federal government has been using in many of the states, Arizona, California, a lot of states have um, tax incentives. Mm-hmm. And I think with our budget crisis, these tax incentives, they've already gotten a little less attractive things that are hybrids generally don't qualify for that $7,500 credit off of your taxes. Correct. Uh, And obviously, you know, to take advantage of a $7,500 credit, you have to have pretty good income Mm -hmm. to even get to that. So I think with our government running out of money, we have such such incredible debt, I think $33 trillion uh, that we're in debt, I don't know how much longer the, uh, the the freebies can be distributed. So I think on a level playing field, with the, you let the market decide. You know, the market, 110 years ago, there were more EV manufacturers in America. I'm talking around 1910, 1905. 110 years ago, there were more EV manufacturers than gasoline manufacturers. And nobody gave a tax credit for people to buy Henry Ford's Model T. It was the market that decided, oh, I'll go with the gas engine over the plug-in. Cleveland had like 30 EV manufacturers 110 years ago. They were the dominant technology batteries. The market flipped that as a market choice. It wasn't, the federal government did not impose that. I think the same thing should happen here do your research, as Brett mm-hmm. indicated, but I think our politicians need to get their thumb off the scale. Quit trying to jack up our cost of gasoline and diesel. Quit trying to lower the cost of EVs. Let the market do both of those things. Just, you know, let things work out the way that it's best as Americans themselves come to their own personal household decisions without without you know tilting the the table right exactly yeah well and, and it's that it has that knee-jerk reaction feel it's like well we got to do something yeah we got to well, do, right. do something right. and it's then it's like yeah. i mean look at solyndra right the federal government <sighs> pumps solyndra full of tax dollars 
and it was a scam. It folded, mm-hmm. and the tax the taxpayers were left with a half a billion dollar debt right. when Solyndra went bankrupt. Yeah. So yeah. this idea of picking winners and losers at the federal level is generally not a good idea. Never Exactly. It never, never You know, is. stay out of the market and just pave our roads, provide a defense, you know, do the things that government should do. Right. But, but trying to figure out what light bulbs we're allowed to buy mm-hmm. or, or how, how many gallons our toilets can flush or now it's natural gas stoves. I mean, come on. Right. You know, <laughs> exactly. I mean, really, you know, well, just, it, just it, let us decide what we want. Yeah. And if natural gas becomes too expensive, people will people will go electric. Right. I mean, you know, right. Like, they will do what's in their own best economic interest. Same with their your cost of water when you mm-hmm. flush a toilet. If if your if your water bill goes crazy, you're gonna go to Home Depot and get one of those one and a half gallon toilets. Right. They didn't need to mandate that. No, they didn't. They didn't. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and on the reverse side, I don't know the tax implications on this completely, but uh, you know, th- there's a tax advantage of buying a heavy truck. You get to ride it off really quickly. Yeah. Is it six thousand pound truck or something like that? And well, I it, think also the you know, the it, utility. You, it, yeah, and you wonder why there's so many F one fifties, F two fifties out yeah. there. Well, guess what? That guy or woman driving it, it's a, probably a business vehicle, and they're getting eighty yeah. percent written off. A lot of depreciation. Them, so a lot of them stop, have a, if, if you got a problem with that, stop that too. Well, a, you know, and a lot of them have a real need. They do. If they're pulling a trailer, if they're a contractor and they're they're pulling a little mini bobcat or a bulldozer, they need that F-350 or 450. And maybe, you know, maybe there should be something in written in this, like if you're not, if it's just, you're just driving and not pulling something. You don't get the break. I, I I don't. I'm just saying it it it, it works both on, on both ends. I'm not yeah. I'm not necessarily advocating that. I'm just yeah. saying. Well, you could, folks. It, that, that happens on that yeah. end as well too. You can write yeah. off a cheap yeah. car oh, or yeah. an expensive car. Exactly. Exactly. The the thing yeah. that's troubling Stay about out of it. Yeah. The thing that's troubling about trying to make semi tractors and heavy vehicles like uh, Hummers, and you had mentioned F one fifties. So the thing is about those vehicles. When you put these batteries in there, the co- the the weight of these vehicles and the range of these vehicles is generally v- much poorer than it otherwise would be. A Hummer, an, uh, an EV Hummer weighs over five tons. Now that's doing a lot of damage to roads. Yeah, a a gas powered or diesel powered e- uh, Hummer was maybe three tons. So you're almost doubling the weight of that vehicle. So township roads, county roads, highways, bridges. They are built for that weight. We're going to, we're, we're pounding the hell out of them. Yeah. You know, so it's one thing. Okay. I, I plug it in and I don't see the smoke because it comes out of chimney down at the power plant mm-hmm. makes people feel good that somehow they're green. But if your vehicle can only go a hundred miles before the next recharge, And if it can't really pull the weight, and in fact, if the vehicle itself is way heavier than it otherwise would been, those are, those are negatives. And we're not some, I sound like Elon Musk again, but I think our brain trust kind of people that look at in an unbiased way would look at this rationally. They may be able to kind of 
lower the temperature and get, just just get people to decide what they want to do and get the government out of it. Yes. But I agree. I agree. That's that's my pitch. I agree. That's my pitch about most things in life, Frank, frankly. That's the underlying theme, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> you know, like you know, like like you know people that want to do all kinds of things that might be a little maybe not the things you and I would choose. I don't want to go mountain climbing. Right. Okay? But I would not ban mountain climbing. I mean, no, you know, no, no. So at any rate, right. Ex- exactly. <laughs> you know, if you're going to, if you're a mountain climber, guess what? You're, you don't get life insurance. Right. Oh, that's a little tick yeah. right there. Right. You know, we, we're, we're changing our life insurance policy and, and it's like, it, it, it asks these oddball questions. Like, do you climb mountains and yeah. all these scuba ex- dive, extreme right. sports co- sure. in that, in, in that mindset, fly an ultralight. Yeah. I mean, there's like, a lot no, of, do you yeah. ride a motorcycle? Yeah, blah, right. blah, blah, Lots right. of these like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. If we, if we were mountain climbers, oh, we're yeah. not getting, we're not working with this company. No. <laughs> you know, no. so it was, it was opening. Sir, he, Sir was, Edmund Hillary yeah. probably mm-hmm. didn't get a good life insurance policy. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Exactly, exactly. And he probably wasn't worrying about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> At that point in time, it, it didn't matter. Exactly. It, it did not. So. Um, you got some other stuff on your list? I'm yes. Sure. Uh, so there's some uh, pretty serious news up in Akron. Uh, as people may remember, may not know, a young man, 25 years old, Jalen Walker, um, got 46 police bullet holes in, in his body uh, when he was stopped after what Akron police say was a shooting incident where he shot at the police chasing him in his car that is the police claim he was stopped and there was a handgun or some kind of gun right there on the passenger seat so was he armed or was he unarmed i mean the gun was there on the passenger seat and he didn't stop for the police he took a pop at them so they claim and a grand jury is supposed to come out today with a decision about whether or not to charge the eight police officers involved in that fatal shooting of of uh, young Mr. Jalen Walker. Hmm. Um, so downtown Akron is all boarded up. Hmm. Uh, University of Akron has moved classes off campus. Akron City Council is holding their meetings virtually. Um, City of Akron is asking the public if, if they if people have mental health issues over this to call an 800 number for help. Um, but they're expecting uh, probably some sort of uh, riots or demonstrations of some kind of disorder if this goes uh, in favor of the police, if they are not indicted um, by the grand jury. So um, we're all holding our breath for the city of Akron. I hope regardless, obviously this is, you know, I mean, this is obvious, but I'll say it anyway. I hope for the sake of the people living downtown, working downtown, students that study mm. uh, on campus, for the entire community of whatever color, of whatever opinion, I hope there is peace in Akron regardless of whatever the decision is. Yeah, exactly. Please be nice to each other. Yeah. For yeah. God's sakes. There's already one dead young man over this case. So if it goes against the police, for the police, whatever the grand jury decides, you know, let you know, let the system work. There'll be a trial if if they're indicted and 
a jury will decide if they're guilty or not guilty. This none of us were there, and, and none of us know the facts. It, the, hopefully, the grand jury does, and they render a smart decision. Yeah, and, and that's all we can hope for. And let this, and I, and I feel for the family. It, it's it's hard to look beyond that losing a family member and knowing uh, every police department has its faults. Yeah. It, it just does. I, I get it. And, and I think, I think uh, the outrage is okay. He had a gun. Let's say worst case, this guy had a gun. He was intending to shoot at the police in the final analysis. Somehow they stopped him or he stopped the car himself. I don't know which. Yeah. I wasn't there. 46 bullet holes in him, right? I mean, if you're looking at this as a family member or as a friend of Mr. Walker, you would say, wow, really? Did it take that? Yeah. You know, right? and, and maybe it did. I don't but, know. But I wasn't there. It just, you know, on the face of it, 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 it looks bad. It yeah, does. Well, I mean, let's, it does. let's just say that it, it does. looks bad. 46 yeah. bullet holes. So if you do the math, you got eight policemen. If they each had a six round uh, pistol, that's that's 46. They I all mean, unloaded. They, they, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I've never been in a situation. I don't 48, know how. 48. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The math is there. Adrenaline. Uh, the yes, uh, the right. the veteran status of the police officers I don't could know. have been their yeah. first encounter right. like that. I I'm not trying to give them no any anything but some grace possibly. But yeah. I can't I I just can't imagine being in that in that scenario walking into that scenario every day potentially. Right. Right. And again, it's not to give the police any credit, but it's one of those wow yeah um, what happens in those situations right they want to they want to go home to their family at the end of the day they do yeah this guy if he did shoot at the police you know hey don't do that people don't do that (laughs) you know exactly and if there's a gun in your car i mean again you're not allowed to have a loaded gun within reach of your of your person i mean that's you know that violates uh, you know the 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 carry laws here in the state of Ohio you just you can't have a loaded gun sitting on the passenger seat mm-hmm. exactly so. yeah so let it all come out yeah you know hopefully hopefully all the evidence is there to support everything so and yeah. teach your yeah. kids how to interact with the police you know i i always you know remind myself in in my dealings I like to show the police, if I'm ever pulled over, I like to show the police where my hands are. So I generally set them on the top edge of the door, both hands, or I keep them on the steering wheel. So it's abundantly clear to the partner coming up on the right side of the car and to the primary officer on the left side of the car, if there's two people, that, hey, I'm not reaching for anything. If, if they ask me, you know, hey, can you get out your wallet and show us your license? I, I indicate wallets in my pocket. I'm reaching for my wallet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got to teach your kids how to work with the police. Right. right. You know, it's, so that so they come home to you at night. Right. I mean, come on, people. The police are scared. They, <laughs> they don't know who's got a gun, who doesn't. And you've just got to be smart. You do. You do. Yeah. Just it's uh, just do the right thing and 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 
know that if you get pulled over, uh, you just got to do the right stuff. Cooperate. You just have to. If the police do something wrong to you, if they abuse you, if they're outrageous, if they if they overcharge you, you know, get a lawyer. It's where and, Steve. And, that's where and, Steve comes in. And yeah, honestly, get a lawyer. They're really good defense lawyers, and Steve is one of them. Deal with it, it in court. Yeah. You don't deal with it uh, street side. No, that is not where to settle an issue with a police officer. Is don't do it by yelling and and throwing a fit and getting uh, physical because they have the upper hand. They, they yes. bottom line, they, they got have, a gun. That's yeah. it's inherent in the system. They have the upper hand. That's right. And you, but you do have the opportunity to make it right if there's something wrong. Absolutely. As long as it doesn't escalate to where you can't yeah. go to court. I agree. I agree. Um, other news. Uh, so the doctor uh, over there at um, Mount Carmel who was acquitted of 14 counts of manslaughter, Dr. Hussel, I can't remember his first yeah. name, but Dr. Yeah. Hussel or Hussel, um, he voluntarily gave up his license. He was um, fired by Mount Carmel in 2018. And as a lot of people are aware, this kind of got f- national attention. Um, he gave overdoses. 500 uh, milligrams and up uh, to 14 people. He says uh, to comfort them as they were dying, uh, prosecutors in Franklin County said, no, 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 baby, you did that. uh, That kind of a dose indicates that you were intending to end their lives. Uh, Ultimately, the jury acquitted him of those 14 counts. Well, he uh, he has filed... For malicious prosecution, as we were just talking mm. about, right? He he didn't argue with the police at the hospital. He took his case to court. So he filed in federal court up in Detroit, $20 million lawsuit against Mount Carmel and Trinity Health uh, for malicious prosecution. And at the same time, he has a defamation case filed here in Franklin County. So one way or the other, he's looking for uh recompense for what he considers to be you know his innocence Mm -hmm. and his loss of his career because he gave up his uh his license to practice medicine so um we'll see how all that goes but that's uh that's pretty interesting to me that um you know you, you would think after going through such a uh travail that you'd almost come out of that dazed and, and just get down on your knees and thank God that you still have your freedom. Cause he was, he was yeah. looking at a lifetime in prison. Yeah. Right. But Hey, you know, if he's truly innocent, <clears throat> then, um, yeah, well, you go ahead and sue, I guess, and see, I, see what I, happens. I, I, it makes you wonder what the conversation is between he and his lawyer or lawyers. And if the lawyers are saying, you know, you have a case here, you know, you have mm-hmm. a case here, or is it him saying, I have a, you wonder yeah. if he's just so headstrong going, I don't care. We're doing this. Yeah. Cause I want to get back. Let's at see them. what kind of settlement, see what I can do I can wrangle. Or if the lawyers are saying you do have a case here, Yeah, you know, it, it that will all come out in the wash. Right. When it's all said and done. Well, that, that then will become evident going, and where were you going with this? <laughs> yeah. I wonder to what extent know. his, um, his, uh, malpractice, uh, liability insurer, <laughs> covered him for that criminal trial maybe not at all i don't know i don't know yeah you know they and so he may be completely bankrupt 
And this is his only way. That's a good point. You know, I mean, there's got to be some limitations to the malpractice. There has to be, even though it costs them an arm and leg to to carry it. Yeah. There has to be some Some kind of limit. Whoa. I didn't think about that. So, you know, this guy no longer has a means of earning a living in the medical field. I mean, who's going to hire him? Oh, he's right. Yeah. He's tainted. Even if he tried to get his license back. Yeah. And I'm not defending the guy. I actually don't know enough. I'd have to ask one of my brothers who are doctors. I'd have to ask one of them, is it per se, like, is it true? Is it per se killing to give somebody 500 milligrams of fentanyl, which is what he prescribed? Is that is that a lethal dose? It, it, does that in and of itself indicate that you're trying to kill the patient yeah. or are you trying to dull the pain for a dying, let's say, cancer patient? Uh, and frankly, Brett, I don't know the answer. Yeah, I don't know. Question. I don't know. It's going to kind of Google that up and I'm sure it won't have a, 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 <laughs> an answer. Yeah. Um, it probably cool. is all based on weight of the of the patient, yeah, what, I suppose. What kind of dose is appropriate uh, it is, to dull yeah. the pain but not yeah. kill the patient? Yeah. And the prosecutors were, I mean, there were all, there were originally 25 counts of manslaughter. Yeah. They dismissed uh, 11 of them and got it down to the 14 that were over 500 MGs. Hmm. So. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even know why I looked it up going, well, it, it's all going to pe- depend. Well, that is <laughs> going to depend. I yeah. would think that will be yeah. the factoid in this case. Yes. You know, it, was it malicious True. for Trinity Health to conclude that he was trying to kill patients mm-hmm. based on that fact or not? We'll find out. Exactly. That's yeah. what's going to come from. That's what's You're right. Happen. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, Go ahead. Ohio's 988 suicide hotline is spe- seeing spikes in calls, but it may not be funded mm. as well as they were hoping. 988. I'm not familiar. Is that I, one of those free exchanges? Now? Yeah. Well, like I, or, or it's like a 911 or right? 411, that, that sort of thing. But yeah, oh, it, oh it, you just dial 988. And it gets you right to a suicide hotline. You don't dial 1-800, no, blah, blah, blah. No, for at least just 988. Hotline. Yeah. I, so there's, darn. yeah, they're seeing, I think it's stemming from COVID. It was uh, initially funded by COVID money. Okay. You know, for the, again, okay. what we're going through and that sort of for thing. For anxiety, exactly. mental health. But they're seeing it spike in calls it's doing some really good stuff but it may not be funded we are a disturbed society we are I, and, and, and I, there should be there should be help i agree there should be I, and that's why and, i kind of that's why i kind of bring it up to our attention going i think this should be if, if we're doing some good yeah that people are not taking their lives they're not going to a hospital well they may be after the call or the guy in kentucky shooting up a bank <sighs> with his former employee employees right it, who's to say how many mass shootings this may be stopping yeah, because we I have mean, a nine eight eight number, and and yeah. somebody on the other end helping that person right. get through a bad situation, right. and they go help themselves. Yeah, talk about uh, leaving a drain yeah. on our system in some fashion. There should not be a stigma. No, oh. you know it, it, this is this is really hard to say. So when somebody is seeking mental health therapy. If they know ahead of time that they're going to be stripped of certain rights, like they're going to be somehow, by going to see a doctor or by reaching out to one of these um, mental health 
lines or volunteer services or whatever it is. Go see their priest mm-hmm. or rabbi or minister, whatever. whatever it is. If a person knows that that then gets them on, this is an unfair word, a nut list, right? Yeah. And they're no longer able to have a firearm or drive a car or uh, be a school bus driver or an airline pilot or whatever they're doing, fewer people will go. They will not seek mental help, mental health help, if they think it's going to result in a loss of some kind of freedom. Mm -hmm. So this is the fine balancing act. So you take that young man who just did this horrible shooting down in Louisville, right? His mother called 911 and said, my son's on the way to his former uh, employer, this bank, and he bought a firearm and we don't even know where he got it. It turns out he bought it legally, according to the Louisville police. Mm. At any rate, if, if that, if that young man had sought mental health services before the shooting, and if, and if he knew that would have resulted in him not being able to purchase a firearm, the question is, would he still seek the mental health counseling? Yes or no. I think he probably, I think a lot of people in that situation, if they're going to lose their job or lose some kind of constitutional right or lose their ability to drive a car, a lot of those people would not seek help. So the people who say use that as a screening when they go see a doctor, a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and then that person is supposed to then pick up the phone, contact the ATF and put that guy on a no buy list for firearms. What you're going to do is you're driving those kinds of potential lunatics away from seeking help. Mm. But yet I don't want them to buy a gun. So I'm on both sides of that issue. Right. It is, it is, you know, I I don't know what the, you know, I, I I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds as though we need to maybe experiment a little bit here and allow some privilege information to not be let out. It's like, okay, you go see the doc. You've made a comment that you want to shoot up what are, you know, yeah. or, you know, you, you, you're thinking you, terrible things thinking about terrible going things, to a school and but blowing maybe, up a bomb. But maybe or, that first, know. maybe that first meeting doesn't, is not a call to the ATF. Yeah. Let it play. I mean, yeah, I think, I think a big Part of this is you got to allow these these, these people are, that these have are called red flag laws, right? Right. Is what we're talking. Yeah, about. exactly. That let's allow this to let's allow the professionals to play this out a little bit. I yeah. think that those that are disturbed, having problems, need need the help. They just need an ear to talk to. Right. A lot of times, right. and again, sometimes they're just totally off the deep end, right. and they're not. But they're probably not going to make the call to nine eight eight. They're probably already gone. Probably. Right. So or, this, or even or domestic abuse. Right. If you've got a wife beating yes. husband, right? And if he thinks that going to see a shrink is going to put him on a temporary restraining order list or something, he won't go. He won't go. He won't, but he needs to go. Yes. He needs that help. Right. He needs to be, and the wife needs to be protected. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I see it from both sides. For sure. But I don't know what the answer is. I, I don't know either, but there's got to be one. 
you would think. So you're kind of saying case by case. Maybe case by case. I kind of like that. Ask the professionals who are handling it. We seem to go around, we legislate and dictate without talking to the professionals. Well, we like. About what, what. What's really going on? We and how like, can we help you? Yeah, we like black white answers oh, sure. to every. We we like it to be clear cut, and sometimes there's a lot it's of gray. Not. There's a lot of gray. There's a lot of gray. Um, so allow the professionals to do their job. Yeah, and evaluate. Yeah, and and I think that they'll realize, yeah, this person's going to endanger him or herself and others. I need to pick up a phone. I need to pick up a phone. Right. I. They're trained to. Do, they go to school for years to figure this out. Right. You so, would, you know, and it, it'll be messy. It won't work every time. It won't. You know, it, it's, it's, but, but think of the alternative though, if we don't have the system and we yeah. just don't yeah. help. Those people will never seek help if they think they're going to get ratted out because <laughs> right. ratted out. That is their, from their point of view, ratted yes, out correct. from your and I point of view helped, helped, but they're not going to view it that way. No, they're not. No, they're yeah. not. They're, they're not. not exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so, they won't go. So hopefully DeWine will will see fit to put a little bit more money into that and, and see that it's I, I, I you know, uh, of the things that government can help with, I think this is one that they should put their they should step up. Yeah, it, I really do. I, you it know, in effect is policing um, at the preventative preventative level. level. Yeah. Let's stop filling our right. Right. Uh, for profit right. jails. Yes. And prisons. Yeah. Right. With people that we could actually help ahead of time, and sure. it costs less money than sure. putting them in there. Just like community. And, and saved lives. Just like community policing, where the cops yeah. get out of the car, they ride bikes, so they walk the neighborhood, mm-hmm. they get to know the people, right. they pull, they step into the barbershop, how you doing, sir, just letting you know, mm-hmm. you know, I'm lieutenant whatever, and I'm in the neighborhood, you know, here's my card. Right. That kind of thing is preventative mm-hmm. that's that's saying we have a presence here in the neighborhood it's the same way with mental health right but prevention is always way cheaper it, than than uh solving the disease after it has set in but we don't put enough spotlight on it to yeah. realize sometimes you don't see that it resolves something and that the didn't, payoff the, the that's payoff right, yeah, right. there's that's, no we head, don't have that there's no headline that right. says so and so took a call and saved yeah. the, 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 this company from getting shot up. Or They'd never see a headline. Or vandalism didn't happen on the Near East <laughs> right, side. Right, right. That's not going to be it's in the Columbus never, Dispatch. No, no, because that's that's it'll not be a, vandalism shuts down mm-hmm. some kind of business because that's cli- that's be, clickable, not sure, the prevention. Exactly, sure. <laughs> and that's why it, it, it won't. We need to, We actually need to have more of those stories. All right, right, and make them more prominent. Dog. We have, some, we have some damn good heroes out there taking sure. care. I can't even imagine being on the other end of that, uh, you know, right. having the, uh, the, the, um, the, 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 that, that's your calling that right. you want to help people. Right. I, I just can't even imagine taking those calls and hear us. You are the lifeline to that person that made right. the call. And because it's confidential, it's not as if, you know, Dr. Phil can go out there and get on television right. And say, hey, this particular person, I'm, I'm gonna give her, you know, name, full name, uh, you know, I helped him or her r- rescue their lives. Yeah, it, you can't. So it's all private. It all private. No one will ever know what kind of hero you really were. I know. You know. Yeah, exactly. So. It's it's truly a. Uh, you, you're never going to pat, pat on the back. No, you just you just won't. Other than within your own community, I right. guess of, yeah. of of counselors and right. such. But it's like, 
Yeah, that yeah. talk about uh, you just are, you're just not going to be noted. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a silent few, that's for sure. Well, that's but, a yeah. that's hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully. I agree with you. They, I hope they, so. they, they, those kinds of things need to continue to be funded. Yeah, I, I did mention in this Akron case, the city of Akron has one of those uh, numbers for mental health. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somebody contemplating, uh, you know, burning down something or breaking all the windows or whatever, and they're really upset about this case. You know, even the local city of Akron has a number for you would hope somebody thinking that way would say, you know what, before I throw a brick or, or, or fire a gun, I'm, I'm going to call this number. And uh, yeah, it's unlikely, but, it, but. But the numbers are saying that it's an increase in the use yeah. of, the, of, of 988. So use therefore, it. there's something there. There's something there. Right? It's, it's working. Yes. So let's don't pull the plug on it's something that's actually working. And it's needed. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Guns don't uh, kill people. People pull the trigger. So ultimately it's mental health. I mean, that's all. I mean, we live in a, we live in a technological age now where I can buy a, a three dimensional printer, you know, from micro center and, and take it home, push a button with a program software I download I can print a gun at home. I can print a functional gun out of plastic Mm -hmm. using a 3D printer. We're not going to put the genie back in the bottle, right? No, no. I mean, there are hundreds of millions of guns in America. You can make them now. (laughs) You -hmm. you don't even have to go to a store. So the question is, what are we going to do to address the mental needs in our society. I'm with Brett. All right, exactly. What else you got? Um, so one of Ohio's uh, famous congressmen, uh, chairman of the Judicial Committee, won a case uh, that Alvin Bragg, uh, who uh, is pursuing uh, Donald Trump uh, on 34 counts of uh, some kind of bookkeeping charge, uh, felony counts in um the Manhattan district of New York. Um, he has been subpoenaed to appear before Jim Jordan's committee to discuss, man, you talk about malicious uh, prosecution. That is the viewpoint of uh, chairman Jordan and uh, Alvin Bragg went to federal court to say, uh, I, I want a restraining order or I want some kind of relief that says, I do not have to appear uh, before Congress. He lost that case. So apparently this subpoena will uh, will lie and be effective and uh, will be in force. And uh, he will, therefore, one hopes, peacefully <laughs> appear before uh, Chairman Jordan's committee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, gosh, I don't know what he's afraid of. Just answer the questions uh, prosecutor Bragg, just just say why you're doing this, why it makes sense uh, to you, why it's justifiable. Uh, I don't see that, but maybe you have some way to convince the American people who I think, you know, Trump's the leading uh, Republican candidate for president. And I think a lot of people highly suspect this is a tactic to take him out of the race and to lower his popularity. And if so, obviously that's wrong. If that would be malicious prosecution, that would be targeting 
uh, in the classic sense. So all this is, uh, Prosecutor Bragg, is, is a request for you to come in and explain yourself, and I don't know why you would be afraid to do that. If you have the facts yeah. on your favor, right. I, you know. Yeah. I, I, Show I, up and say why you're doing it. I I guess so. Yeah. I, that's what I kind of figure. I, I mean, I would never want to be in that situation. You're called up <laughs> to, to, for testimony because it, it it's a freaking media circus. No matter. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's it, you see that stuff is like so right. It's such crap. It, is. it right. just it, it just and I right. and that may be why Bragg doesn't want to go. It's like this. It's just, a, you know, now I don't know whether Jordan will handle it that way or not. I, I kind of get that he is more of like. I'm got. I'm here to ask you questions. This isn't a media circus for me. If I want a media circus, I'll just go on Twitter. Right, right. I mean, right, Jim yeah. seems to be like I don't play he's necessarily pretty, to the media for this. I want to know what the hell's going on. Yeah, and, America, and America wants to hear. what's He's going on. tough, but yeah, I don't see I him think, as, a, as a showman. I, you know, I'm he not seeing it yet. No, he doesn't. From him, he doesn't, so he doesn't come across as a circuit circus master. I don't think so. But he's tough. He wants to yeah. know. Yeah. Hey, are you trying to interfere with the election? Mm-hmm. Is that what this is about? Because that's not a legitimate right. prosecution. But I mean, is he literally going to ask that question? Though? I think he is. I think. Uh, what's the is Bray, Bray's going to say no? Well, so is he just going to put him on record? Well, as then, saying that and then move well, forward? I think I think the follow up question naturally and this is what uh professor dershowitz you know famously from Mm -hmm. harvard law school and uh and other people uh the the expert class the legal expert class keep coming back to this is a very curious indictment where it contends in these 34 counts that trump violated some felony but it doesn't state what the felony is. Mm -hmm. It is a very strange indictment. It's an indictment that doesn't give the particular crime he is alleged to have violated. And under our system of law, how is Trump to, to prepare his defense if he doesn't even know what the crime is that he is being accused of Mm -hmm. violating? It's, it's a strange indictment and it's, and that redounds to the idea that it's not a real indictment. It is a game. It's a it's kind of a, a witch hunt feel to it, I guess, yeah. maybe. Because yeah, yeah. if he violated a specific law, then just say what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, and that's kind of what I got Spell when I was reading it, too. And I'm not an attorney by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. i just outside looking in. Yeah. But I, I, I got that from the analysis of, from folks, too. It's like, what's he being what charged with? What is the with? felony? Right. What is it? So he has it would preparation. Be, and if he's guilty, he's guilty. Uh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. If he broke some laws, yeah, okay, he broke some laws. It would be you like know, uh, somebody's, uh, I don't know, somebody's uh, accused of uh, or thought to have committed, you know, a homicide. And so you indict that person. You say, well, he committed a felony. He's indicted for a felony. Well, what, wait a minute. Is it? Is it murder? Is it manslaughter? What kind of felony? You know, how am I to prepare my defense? How is my attorney to get all of the evidence and 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 prepare a, a way for me to answer these charges unless you're specific about right. what the felony is? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, exactly. we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Attorney General of Ohio Dave Yost uh, filed an amicus brief in a case that the Supreme Court decided not to hear, so that the, the Supreme Court declined to hear this case regarding a settlement between students that owe tuition 
to some of these private um, for-profit colleges, mm-hmm. and specifically DeVry, Chamberlain, and Kaplan. So uh, apparently there's about uh, 200,000 Ohioans involved in this settlement. Uh, a settlement had been reached by the Biden administration, Department of Education, to um, lower or in some cases eliminate altogether the debt for tuition for some of these students who ended up with things in their opinion, their allegation that were promised to them. Like when you take our truck diesel course or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, you'll get a job earning at least a hundred, you know, whatever the, whatever the pitch is, Mm -hmm. right? Right. These claimants are saying, wait a minute, I spent 40 grand at your college. I graduated with that degree. I'm not seeing the benefit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at any rate, our attorney general stepped into that case along with 19 other states and urged the Supreme Court to overturn the settlement that these are contracts between two private parties and the federal government had no authority to go in and negotiate or force a settlement on these universities. The Supreme Court said, nope, we're not interested in that case. They didn't give any reason why, but we're looking ahead, right, Brett? Down the road, there's another Supreme Court case pending on the Biden forgiveness plan. Mm -hmm. 1.8 million Ohioans have higher education debt. So that's 1,800,000 Ohioans currently in a you know, in this state, so that's like one out of every, like, I don't know, one out of every six or so people yeah. in the state yeah. uh, is uh, owes some kind of college debt. And uh, there's the, the Biden plan up to $10,000 and up to $15,000 if you're a, um, a fellow, uh, but 10000 minimum. Uh, that can be waived at, at, off of your bill. Uh, and so I have to think that Yost's position on that's going to be the same. Yeah. It's going to be, no, hey, you know, it, these are adults. It's, right. it's not like a 12-year-old making a tuition deal with his high school. This is somebody who's at least 18 who signed up to go to Ohio State or University of Cincinnati, University of Akron, whatever, Case Western Reserve, whatever. And they said, I need to borrow money and here I'm going to sign this. And then after I graduate, I have so many weeks or months uh, and then I have to start paying. So um, I think we're going to see possibly, I think almost certainly the same sort of argument before the Supreme Court on that deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think anybody that's had a, any student, any son, daughter go through college, they realize that, yeah, it's a, it's a big price tag. And, 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 and taking away how much it does cost, that, that's, it, it costs. Yeah. But it's the scenario of how much, how, much, how much debt, yeah. you know, students have to go yeah. under. Um, and again, it's not the price point, it's the, it's the, it's how it's done. Hey, the prices are high. They they're are. too high. 
They're too high. Mm. I mean, let's just say it, they're yeah. too high. It's why I don't buy a new car, right? Right. I think the prices are too high. Yeah. So, right. I, you know, were I to, you know, if I wind the clock back and if tuition was more than I could afford to go to law school, I would not have gone. Yeah. I, I think it comes down to also there's a, there's a tremendous amount of lack of preparation. We talked about this in a, in a previous episode. I'm sure I touched upon it a little bit because, I mean, both my kids have gone through it that it's. And I see our, our kids and yeah. yours did too, I'm sure did, did probably did their research well in regards to where they wanted to go, what career they wanted to choose, that sort of thing. And affordability. And affordability. Even though it's outrageous. Right. And understanding that if you go to this certain school, you're going to get this kind of education and probably do pretty well with yeah. it because it's, it, it's a degree that carries some gravitas right. to do what you want to do Brett, in real can life. I, can I ask in yeah. your case, did your kids choose in-state? Yes. Yeah. And because of the cost, right? Yeah, you bet. Because if you go, they didn't really look outside. It was more of they wanted to be in state. Well, but we because, have so many damn good universities in this state. So I oh had a, I had a son look at. So he was interested in being mm-hmm. an engineer, and he looked at Georgia Tech and Clemson and mm-hmm. you know uh, Texas A and M and places like that. Oh my God, the tuition was was double. They'd have to make it really interesting in regards <laughs> to saying, yeah, we want out of state, but we're going to cover your out. You, you, well, yeah. you'll pay in state. Which those deals are going on. They're going on for selected, selected. you know, if you have, yeah. you know, straight A's or right. or some kind of social mm-hmm. uh, per- profile exactly. and they want diversity. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, you know, add in females or, or people, you know. Could different. be international as well. Exactly. It could be. It could be. Yeah. yeah. So but, and, and their, their choice. On yeah. It, but, so my guys went in state yeah. and it was an economic decision. Well, yeah, for sure. For or sure. else their, their tax, or well, their and, uh, education debt would probably be about double. Yeah. And, and and I just mentioned too, I mean, we're lucky we have some really good universities in this in this state oh, of Ohio. Yeah. I mean, it, it, whatever you want to choose, it's yeah. probably here. I mean, my daughter went to Kent State for graphic arts. Yeah. That's the university. I mean, just having that degree with that name on it opens doors because yeah. they have a reputation of spitting out really good graduates. And we and, did. Did you guys mm-hmm. do the uh, the tuition um, fund that so we gave so it's oh, it the, um, tax free right into an Ohio mm-hmm. as long as you, you well you could spend it on out of state too yes you but, could yeah, yeah but you can. it was a fund and I can't think of the name of it but we contributed for <sighs> both of is, our yeah. sons yeah in that fund yeah and yeah. that helped it because, does because it was tax free exactly it does and and I think the a Ohio, savings account yes I, I think Ohio was smart in setting that up and probably multiple states have done that I think it's a, it's a, it's a smart way of looking at it right uh, of, of going in and such too but yeah I think you know we were lucky that both our kids went through uh, you know an outside of high school company uh, to look at how to approach going to college yeah how what what are your interests where are your interests like yeah where do you want to go and then once you make that choice like okay you're probably in this field of this right let's take it the universities what's that, that really, test called that personality test? there's a little bit of that but there's it's a this this uh the, 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 the at the time it was called college left off it's called in yeah now yeah, but it, but they yeah. do a really good job and i wish there were more companies like that yeah that one of my sons did really that. good yeah. job of just exploring right. what your interests are and yeah. really digging into it versus what high school offers the guidance counselor they can't it's oh my not God. it's not they got 2000 graduating seniors and one counselor it's impossible come on but then seeing when uh, both daughter and son going to college and seeing their classmates their first year just trying to figure out what they want to do talk yeah. about a total waste of money and i yeah. get that you know yeah. you may think you're going to go 
to college to do this and you change your mind and it's like, hey, this really isn't what I thought it was going to be. That's cool. But some of them went in not knowing at all. Yeah. It was like an exploratory year for thirty, forty thousand dollars yeah. dollars You yeah. got to be kidding. Yeah, right. No way. Yeah. Take a year off. Go to Columbus State, whatever. Right. Go to a community college and figure it out. Get a job. Because everything's transferable. Get a job. Uh, or get a, yeah. yeah. Work in private sector. Don't pay 30 or 40. Th- yeah. And again, that comes into that. you got to right. have that college education. It's like, okay, you do probably. Yeah, right. for some some things. But not that first year if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Figure it out somewhere else. I agree. And, and that's where that, that debt accumulation comes in. That all of a sudden now you're in for five years. Well, we, Brett, know. we before we wrap up, we yeah. we have some slimy news. Oh, good, <laughs> do it, do it. So this is uh, this is terrible, uh, <laughs> just per se. So a scam charity uh, oh, arose yeah. out of the East Palestine uh, wreck. Mm. Uh, it, it turns out a staffer, a legislative aide here in Columbus, on the very day of the crash quit his job, and started a charity. He pocketed 140000 bucks. This is since February the 3rd from 3,200 donors around the country. He only donated, out of the 140, he donated 10000 and that was only after the, ch- the charity on his website that he said he was linked to. Well, that charity never heard of him. So one of the people who was thinking of donating to this fake charity was called the Ohio Clean Water Fund. Mm-hmm, was the name mm-hmm. of the fake charity. Mm. Was uh, he 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 called up the um, Second Harvest Food Bank in Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah. Called them up and said, "Hey, is this charity really giving you the proceeds from our donations? Is are they for real?" And a guy, the executive director got on the phone with this donor and said, no, I never heard of these people mm. before. We have no agreement with them. I don't know anything about them. Well, that got back to the fake charity and this guy named um, Mike Papel is the name of this legislative mm-hmm. aide uh, that set up the charity, the fake charity. He then drove down or mailed like immediately 10 grand <laughs> right, to the food bank so that he could say it, when investigators were getting into it, oh, hey, wait, wait a minute. We did good work. We, but he kept 130K. He only gave 10K. So at any rate, uh, once again, our ever-present attorney general, uh, Dave Yost, has filed uh, criminal charges and also charges to recoup the funds from this fake charity. Man. So that, I mean, just, Amazing. I mean, it doesn't get any skim, scummier yeah, than and that. It, it, I mean, that is horrible. And I don't have, not that I would have the advice, but how do you look at this stuff and not, is it true or is it a real uh, yeah. charity to give to or not? Right. I don't know. So Yoast on his website, I read this uh press release it has on the website he has listed uh vetted charities okay well so, that okay so go to you and we website. all know all right right uh, catholic services red cross yeah. united way most of those come are on. doing right. the good stuff I mean, exactly you, you know yeah. Yeah, come yeah. on you, yeah 
So, you know, Salvation Army, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I'm not trying to be denominational. Yeah. Right. You know, there are plenty of well-known yeah. good charities mm-hmm. you know, you're safe to give to. Exactly, exactly. So. And then, well, tied to that, too, uh, they, what was it, 40,000 pounds of, of dirt coming out of there? That truck accident, semi-accident? Yeah. Uh, we, we can't even get this stuff no. to where it needs to go. It, it's no. almost like cursed. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was just yesterday or two days ago, uh, 40,000 pounds of dirt tipped yeah. over a semi. I think it was a 71-year-old driver. I don't I, I don't think it had anything to do with age, but just it incinerator just. Incinerator yeah. where, they, where yeah. they clean that soil. And he uh, just must have done something wrong, I guess. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the end results of what he did, but it turned over. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We can't. I, I tell you, it's I, cursed. Yeah. It's cursed. And then, I, I, I feel bad about laughing about it, but my God, it's well, like, and then, it's a slap in the face. Yesterday, uh, uh, I guess for three or four days now, this fire in Richmond, uh, Indiana, on the Ohio border, 14-acre, mm-hmm. I think, facility of, again, chemicals went up in flames. It took the local fire department. I mean, they had to clear out for for you know i guess half a mile mile around this area that was putting out toxic fumes i mean we are just we're living in a chemical world and we just, are for and, sure and for it's sure. just uh yeah this had nothing to do with trains this was a mm-hmm. i believe it started in a warehouse and then trucks parked in the yard caught on fire i i yeah. don't know all the yeah. details but yeah i mean we could report on this kind of stuff hourly I, apparently it sounds like yeah and you know it just dawned on me i i i wonder if we should be letting our communities know what types of businesses are in our community for the potential hazards well the, the fire department i suppose it you know they as, do as, that. They as do. our neighborhoods yeah, I, do, right. do you know i mean where i oh, live yeah. i could I, oh, yeah. I don't know so i own yeah. commercial property in the city of columbus yeah. and once a year the fire department visits every yeah. commercial facility they're looking for fire extinguishers right. they're looking for sprinklers if it needs it you know yeah. the building but, code but as a as a um, and they know and you know and right. they also what are you storing but there? as a resident do you know uh, you'd have to go to your fire department they have those records yeah but no i mean is there a website probably not would you know that i mean and, and what to do in those situations not to live in fear the whole time right. but understand okay if i live in this community I know that that business over there, that business over there, and that one over there have chemicals and the potential of, right. I, I don't know, maybe you can't wrap your mind around doing that. Maybe not, but it's yeah. but it's that I, maybe to be prepared would be a little better. Well, and even ben- benign things, yeah. like they say in a house fire, usually what, what will uh, render a person either dead or seriously injured is not the fire itself, but the smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things like draperies and furniture that have a lot of plastic in it, when they burn, they put out this heavy black smoke that's filled with chemicals, and you yeah. die of asphyxiation. Yeah. You know, it's, you're, you're not burned to death, typically. They it's, come in, they find you laid out on the carpet, having breathed in all these chemicals. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not like a barrel of toxic chemicals, your own house... Can, can do yeah. It's dangerous yeah. if it catches on fire. That's true. That's true. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. It just it just kind of dawned on me going, yeah. do you know even what's in your local town that could? And yeah. and I, I could see that being, okay, 
you have if you have to register everything you have that oh. could be a detriment to bringing business in i, right. I, I, I get it. i don't want to and you talk about creating eighty-seven thousand new irs agents <laughs> exactly and more paperwork, <laughs> paperwork. And I, I don't necessarily want to go that direction no. but it would be kind of nice to know okay this and then is failure this is to update the records i know yeah <laughs> forget i said that i i opened up a can of worms even thinking that i want to know everything that's going on no no i don't want that we it's already, already enough regulated with, uh, enough i know is registered sex offenders yeah right? forget it forget that i i i'll live in the dark it's okay <laughs> and another story to keep an eye on this fellow who was either chairman of the lottery commission and then became director so he he was he had one job or the other over the course of 16 years altogether First as chairman of the lottery committee, then in 2019, he became the director of the Ohio Lottery, a fellow by the name of Pat McDonald, uh, recently was frog marched out of the state of Ohio (laughs) office building by two members of Governor DeWine's staff, his chief of staff and the top uh, counselor, the lawyer for Governor DeWine marched this guy out of the building. Now, he said he resigned due to health reasons there's some hubbub that there is HR complaints on this guy. We'll find out. Interesting. So it it just happened uh, on the 12th, I okay. believe, of this week. So I guess we're going to find we'll out find what out. the story. So 16 years as head of the lottery, and uh, there might be some stories to tell there. I guess so, exactly. Yeah. Um, the other weird thing, this is a quickie. Yeah. Uh, so this made some national news. And frankly, I don't know what to make of this. This, this It sounds like a mentally ill person. I, I'm troubled both for and against on, on this thing. So a lady, an elderly lady, uh, I think elderly, went into a Target in Blue Ash, Ohio, which is a suburb of Cincinnati. And she had a, around $1,000 worth of groceries And she went to the manager and said, you need to let me have these groceries as reparations. So this person was African-American, black lady. And she threw a fit. And she threw a fit. And the loss prevention officer (laughs) ran a cop. So he, he intervened between her and the manager. And she started getting a little physically close to this guy. And eventually, so he says, intimidated him into the back of the office by, by uh, essentially assaulting him with uh, threats, not physical violence. Mm-hmm. He hauled off when he felt like he was trapped. He hauled off and socked her. He hit her in the face. Now, the police showed up and they charged her, not the rent-a-cop. Um, she had to pay a $110 fine, and I think she was released, no jail time or anything like that. But it is a disturbing case. And once again, you're thinking mental health, but you're also thinking, my God, is was there a way for this guy to deal with this and not hit her in the face? Yeah. I mean, it just bothers the hell out mm-hmm. of me to hit. Okay, she, you know. Okay, so the, the ran a cop, black or white? It's a white guy. White guy. Yeah. I think I would have. Take, I know I shouldn't even be asking. You know, that, Brett. Frankly, but... I think I would have taken. If she, so, she did not attempt to hit him, but she backed him into the office, and okay. he he felt trapped and threatened. 
by I've, by a seventy year old or whatever she was. Is it was she seventy? I don't, I, oh, I don't know. You said it was an older woman. I, I don't. Know. Oh, okay, okay. But she, I, I looked at I her picture. Okay. She appeared to be gotcha. on the elderly side. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Frankly, Brett, I th- I would have taken a punch from her if she if she. Uh, come on, I'm not exactly. gonna I'm not gonna hit a lady. No. I mean, if she, she didn't pull a gun, right? And she didn't hit him. Yeah. But come on, dude. How much? How like? Are you intimidated by? by hey, yeah. Yell all you want, lady. Jump up and down. Talk about reparations and slavery and and wh- whatever you want to do. Yeah. It bothered the hell out of me yeah. to see him hit her. Yeah. Now they did not charge him yet. I don't know if they will. She they, can. She could. Right. She might. She yeah. could. I it mean, if bothered. she's in the if she's in the mindset of reparations already. Well, the reparations thing to me is crap. It's crap. But it, but she's there. You know. You know. Wow. All 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 we're talking about at this point is. She got loud. She got in his face. Whatever the police charged her with, I think it was some disorderly, probably disorderly, like enda- yeah. endangering yeah. something. Yeah. She wasn't even. She wasn't stealing. No, you know, she was just saying, yeah. "I want this for I free." I want this. You know, you she know. didn't walk out. So he asked her um, to leave, and she didn't. And that's probably the basis for that fine. Yeah, is that you? Right. She was asked to leave therefore, private property, therefore trespassing. Trespassing. Yeah, uh, but which, which invokes that. I think it's a bad look to hit a customer, regardless of how nutty they are. Yeah. If they're nonviolent. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. If she talks you in a corner. <sighs> Come on, dude. Uh, yeah. Pick up the phone. Talk her down a little bit right. till the police arrive. Have ask her to have a seat. It's I like, would, okay, let's talk this. Would again. never have hit her. You know, I'm, I just and, yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. I would never have. No, it. no, no. I would. I I don't have that in me as well. Uh, so you, you just know, don't. You just don't. So, there, there we yeah. are. We're trying to be yeah. fair and balanced, aren't we? Trying to be. And finally, <laughs> without, without, a, without us being in that situation, I know. Finally, in local news, my <laughs> favorite Italian restaurant. The Spaghetti Warehouse. Oh, yeah. Which had a roof cave in. I was wondering what happened at that location because it's all chained up. Yeah. And I thought it was COVID-related COVID shut down. I love that Oh, no, it was a roof cave in. I didn't know that yeah, until roof, I saw that article, roof too. Roof caved in. I yeah. think it was a heavy rainstorm. Yeah. There might have been some snow, but it was over the course of the winter, I think, okay. or late fall last year. And the roof caved in. And, of course, as everybody knows who's ever eaten there during a rainstorm, that roof had a lot of leaks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I was having my meatballs, and they'd have a bucket next to <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. They, but it's a warehouse. It's literally a warehouse, folks. Exactly. By the train tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the homeless shelter yeah, right there. Right, right. But anyway, they are moving to 150 South High Street next to the Columbus uh, Commons uh, area and uh, going to restart the restaurant. Nice. Good. That's good food. Hey, fifteen layer lasagna. Oh, no. Come oh, on, man. Man, wow. that's that's a nap time. After Let's go. That. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they're yeah. gonna open up later this year. Good. Good. That's good. Well, that's too bad they're gonna have to leave that building because that building was really cool. Oh, and moving all those I antiques. Love, oh my gosh. They say the trolley is gonna be really in the new location. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you've never been a listener, you get to. I mean, again, it's it's you not, can a, sit it's in not a, a trolley. It's not a local, but. <laughs> Uh, restaurant, but there's a trolley to sit inside, and uh, just just the nuance of it, just the yeah. old 
kitschy stuff all over the place. Right. It's really cool, though. Yeah, well, and the food's great. Oh. Yeah, the food's really yeah, good. Yeah, really good. It's, and it's reasonable. Good. Yeah, really, overall. Yeah, hey, overall. They, they owe us for this spot, I think. <laughs> they owe us, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, well, hey, thanks for listening. We uh, You can catch more of us on our website, uh, Common Sense Ohio Show. Dot com. Uh, I got a new blog I got to put up from Norm. I put one up yesterday. But, um, you know, the blogs are supplementary to the, the podcast, whether we touch upon those blogs and our website in the podcast or we just, you know, just we just got a vent. Uh, they're there. So um, catch them. Uh, I know Steve's probably going to get one up there eventually. You know, we'll guilt him into it. He feels guilty already whenever he talks about it. But, <laughs> It'll be uh, a book. Exactly. <laughs> He'll write 400 page blog. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we'll look forward to having Steve on the on the next episode of Common Sense Ohio. Thanks for joining us.